Yes. Nice. Welcome back, everybody. New year, new me. New, happy new year, everyone. Um, thank you for bringing the better blokes into your ears early on in the new year. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome. Um, this is, of course, yeah. episode seven, 18. 18. 18. So we are, once we hit stop on recording this, we are two episodes away from hitting our goal. Of 20 to become yeah. one of the what like top like one. I think you end up in the top one percent of podcasts ever started. This is the best at anything I've ever been. Yeah, to be honest, I have absolutely no idea if those numbers are correct. I heard them on a, another podcast, I think it was Chris Williamson was talking about it, but it was a way of he was using that analogy as a story like, oh, here's how many people start shit. Yeah, if you can just keep going and be consistent. You will be in the top one percent of people eventually. Yeah, yeah, eventually. All you have to do is stay consistent. Well, I mean, if one day we could hit five hundred and sixty, move to Austin, get on Rogan. Yeah, you know. You see, he just had Andrew Schultz. Andrew on. Schultz. Yeah, I haven't listened to it, but that's good. Um, I haven't either. But he also had um, uh, was it Kevin? More plates, more dates. The guy that exposed Livy. Derek. <coughs> Derek. Um, that was a really I enjoyed listening to that. that I haven't listened. To it. Um, yeah. So welcome back, everybody. Yeah. We're just two blokes trying to be a little bit better. And trying to be a bit less for shit That was good. Yeah, that was good. That was, we should like, keep doing that one. Yeah, I like right, that We'll one. keep doing that one. All right, sweet. Um, welcome don't be a shit cunt. Or welcome back. Yeah, don't be a shit the cunt. the motto for 2023. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just look, if you made don't be a shit cunt the way that you approached everything in 2023, I think you'd probably have a good yeah. year. Just have an inner monologue. Like when you're about to do something, it's like, would a shit cunt do this? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> look, or do it better. Look at us. Changing lives. Yeah, exactly. That's one insult at a time. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's what, that's what we started a podcast to set out to do. Not to change lives. Fuck, that sounds sappy. But it would, our approach with it was more kind of like, not lower level. That's the wrong way of saying Look, it. There's a lot of people that are like high performance. High performance, like here's optimal. Like this grind, is the best thing you can hustle, do. you know, passive income, blah, 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 yeah. alpha male. And it's like, fuck boys. Like how just about we just, bit, yeah. just be a little bit better? Yeah, just be a bit less shit. Yeah, if you just, yeah, there's less shit, less shit than you were the day before, you're in a good spot. And yeah. if you do that every day for a year, you have a pretty good fucking year. Yeah, and that's what we did last year and that's what we're con- going to continue to do this year. Sick words, bro. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, hit the like, hit the follow, hit the subscribe, hit the download, rate us, five stars, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon. Yeah. Um, better Blokes, at Better Blokes Podcast on Instagram. Yep, that's it. Nice. And that's the podcast. Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, beers? Oh, always. Of course, yeah. we are back on the better beers. Yeah. Starting starting this year as we mean to, as we finished last year. Yes. And starting as we mean to go on. Non-alcoholic. Wait, let's do this without a countdown. Oh. oh. That was shit. Anyway. Cheers. Cheers, Robbie. Right. So, what are we talking about today? We are talking about... Well, I mean... It's I, that was a rhetorical question. I was going to answer my own okay. question. Well, proceed. Um, so today we're just going to talk about what the plans are for the new year, both training-wise, lifestyle-wise, personal-wise, and business also wise. business-wise. So our plans for the podcast and where we want to go in the new year. Did you just crack your neck? My neck, yeah. Yeah, it was a nice one. I hope that came through on the mic. <laughs> yeah, well, I heard it over here, so I hope so. Anyway, um, so yeah, going to go through our goals, plans for the year, and then uh, kind of talk about goal setting in general and... The best way to go about it, how to do it. Or better ways. Or better ways the to do better it. better blokes way. There you go. Fuck, that was Fuck good. It. Put that in a t-shirt. Off the cuff. But yeah, so what are your goals in the new year? Oh. Because um, we did a review at the end of last year and kind yeah. of talked about it's only when you look back on kind of the goals you set and where you finished up that you realize, like, oh shit, I've come a long way. Yeah. Like you went from level one to level three in seven months. 
I don't, I don't think anyone else had done that. Yeah. I think I think that's quicker than everyone to go from one to three. Yeah. Not to go from start, uh, start to finish, but I did have four months when I couldn't get from one to two. Yeah. So, I mean, you, uh, to be honest, I actually see going from, this is a bit of a tangent, but I think going having to work out, do work in the park and having to get external clients. And having very little support. Yeah, because that is the measure that takes you there. I think that is actually what made the journey from two to three as easy it was. Uh, yeah. Well, not as easy, but I was able to do it as fast as I I, I think it definitely stood to you better than had the gym not had not been forced to close. And then you look at like the other person that did start at the same time as me, Mel, she also did one like from one to three quite quickly. Yeah. And also had to do a significant part of it in the park. In the park so. Yeah. Yeah. It's ma- making the obstacle the way. That's, That's what it. we did. Yeah. I want to anyway, read that book actually. You should. It's, it's, it's on my list. All of Ryan Holiday's books. Yeah. I'm reading Ryan Holiday at the moment. Stillness is key. Is the key. Good book. Yeah. Good book. Very good. Ego is the enemy is another good one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, my goals this year, um, obviously training wise, I've got the Ironman. Yeah. Um, I've got to make sure that I've got to look after myself a little bit better when it comes because juggling that kind of training with the job that we do, which is quite high physical stress and still maintaining somewhat of a social life is hard. So I've just got to learn to do that a bit better. Yeah. So I think one of my Do you goals- think you're better at doing that now second time around because you've obviously done a half Ironman already? Do you think you're better at it yet or is that something you still need to improve on? The training, I, I think that I had lots of room to improve before and the training load now is greater. Yeah. So it's an extra four sessions a week. Yeah, you probably, yeah. so then that's three it. sessions a week. Yeah. you got to put a lot of effort to fit in an extra three sessions a week. Yeah. So so how many sessions are that in total? Twelve. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Every day is a double except Saturday. Friday and Saturday. And actually, a couple. I've got a couple of like optional sessions, like sw- easy swims and stuff. Yeah, like that, but well, like Saturday's not a double, but isn't Saturday, do you do a brick session on Saturday? I uh, the occasional brick session. Yeah, it's Which, still it's. I know it's still one session, five but five like, or six hours of training. Yeah, it's a long, yeah. long session. So it is, and the fact that like you have to start early on a Saturday, you yeah. don't have the option. You have to start six six thirty, and then. And getting to Friday can't be done another day because yeah, you have you a life. And then getting to Friday, well, that's the thing. I have to try and have also have a life. Getting yeah. to Friday night and being like, I just want to stay up a little bit longer. I just want to have a sleep in, and then being like, I can't. Just want to watch the Big Bash. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, <laughs> I like the Big Bash. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the NBA. There's just constantly games going on. Yeah. You kind of zone it in now. But they do only just run it for like a few weeks of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, it's like with sport, I like to have kind of like an emotional connection to the team that I'm supporting. That's what I find hard about the And there just isn't one because it's like, I'm not going to get emotional about the Sydney Sixers. Yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> they play from what, December to February? Not even. They finish in Jan. There you go. Mid-December to mid-Jan. There you go. So it's just, I just, yeah. It's just like a lot packed into a small time, which I understand why. Because they're franchises. Like, they're not, like, they're not clubs. Yeah, but it's also done that way because those players then have to go and play their... their um, Sheffield Shield cricket. Their Sheffield So they're like... You know, first, uh, first grade Sheffield Shield and one day cricket outside of that. Yeah. So they used to do it all concurrently. Like you'd go, you'd play your Sheffield Shield game, and then you'd play your, um, whatever they called it at the time, uh, uh, one day so fifty over cricket. Yeah. Against the same team, and because it used to be you played for New South Wales or you played for Queensland. This is pre Big Bash, and yeah. then you'd play your twenty twenty game after that. So you'd play the same team three times. In, in all three spe- formats. In the space of like nine days. Yeah. In all three formats. It's pretty yeah. yeah, pretty tough to transition. Yeah. Absolutely. But now with the franchises you find that I mean this is 
going on a tangent, you're finding a lot more like grade cricketers are getting an opportunity to play at the top level. There's definitely more money in it. Yeah. Like, because um, it used to be, and this is me coming into not growing up with cricket, it used to be you had to play for your state, play first grade for state or play for Australia to make any sort of money playing cricket. You still, if you're playing for your state, you wouldn't be making that much. You'd yeah. still, you'd have to have a side job, which would be coaching or working in a cricket store. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Or a what? groundsman like Nathan Lyon. Yeah. Whereas now... Now you can... Because it's not just the big questions, the IPL as well. well yeah, There's so can, much money in you cricket. You can go around, make, around the world making money just playing 2020 cricket. Yeah, which is exactly what they, what a lot of them do. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, back on topic. Going back on topic. Uh, I think business-wise, I'd love to be able to kind of grow my... I'd love to be able to contribute more to the online space. Yeah. Um, That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want more money. Um, I think uh, I'm kind of changing tact a little bit. Um at the moment so by the time of this being released i would have kind of like announced like a, a start of the year 5k kind of challenge Ooh. um because i want to move more rather than like trying to go for more like higher performance type people i kind of just want to help people that maybe don't really consider themselves fit and to make that jump to feeling fit to become an athlete yeah exactly what sure yeah. it says um yeah, so changing a little bit of a change in direction with my online and like face. That's not a huge business. change in direction, no. Yeah, but it's like a shift. Yeah, is the way w- it was described by me and Matt. We had a bit of a one-on-one the other day, um, and it yeah that was really helpful. Um, but yeah, kind of like a shift, and it was so we've got I got some plans in terms of um potentially like starting a run club, um potentially putting on my own five k at yeah. some point, like my own race that I organize and I'll and, and do, um and then I'll run it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I'll win it. Um, Oh, well, I might get Kyle involved. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> um, uh, and also just, yeah, I mean, getting, seeing my clients like, because um, obviously I have a lot of people that do participate in like races and events. Yeah. Seeing them like do really well. Like I've got Kyle, he wants to hit three marathons. Um, KP did a half. KP. She's doing another half. Do, she's doing half. And I think she wants to do a full this year as well. Yeah, she mentioned that. I was um, chatting there a few weeks ago. Uh, before the end of the year, um, another guy, Anakit, he's uh, had, a, had a crack at a half last year. Didn't quite get all the way to the end, but, you know, that's all right. Um, yeah, a crack. He's actually, as of, I mean, I'm assuming he'll still be doing well at time of release, but at time of recording, he's fucking yeah. killing it. Yeah. Um, he's down like four kilos. Fucking sick. Like, because we have to get his weight down just so he can move a bit faster. Yeah. Um, and then, and it's not learning his joints too much. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, he's getting into a half, potentially a full towards the end of the year, and then maybe even a triathlon as well, which would be awesome. Um. And then I got a few people that want to do the city of surf for the first time, that kind of thing. So oh, I want to do that. <laughs> it's a bit shorter than what you're going to do beforehand. Yeah, I know, but it, it just seems like and a cool run. And we've run it in reverse. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it seems yeah. like a cool run. Um, and and then, they close a lot of the roads and stuff. Just yeah, that's true. Cool. Um, but yeah, so getting getting seeing my clients kind of like do have some success that way. Um, I'd also love to fucking get on a plane and go away a little bit more. Back to Dubai. Uh, well, you were saying Europe a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, so like August, September, I'm in Channel with one of my mates, Benny from the rugby club. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm having a little Europe trip. I think go to Bruges. Okay, um, it's in Belgium. I know. I know that. <laughs> that was. Have, have you seen the movie? Yeah, I've seen yeah. it in Bruges. Yes, it doesn't. That movie does not is not a good advertisement for Bruges tourism. No, but but it is the reason I went to Bruges. Oh really? And Bruges is fantastic. Been there twice. Yeah, but you're Irish and it's Colin Farrell. So yeah, I can Brandon understand the um yeah i really enjoyed his character in that um but yeah so get a do a bit more travel obviously go over to singapore see my dad again 
um, <clears throat> hopefully get to Dubai um, and play in Dubai. I'd love to have a crack at playing. Clans Evans? This time around, yeah. Um, and I've actually recently I've been considering after the Ironman getting back into 15s. Oh, yeah? Playing a bit more footy because I, sh- I feel like actually like after, you know, pretty much a year, well, almost two years off because I didn't play, we didn't play any of the second half of the season in 2021 because of lockdown. But even I missed the few weeks leading up to that because with an injury. So um, I haven't played. You played like what, two games last year? Two games, yeah. So playing a bit more kind of like, I don't know. I, I think I just kind of like miss it a little yeah. bit. Um, what do you miss about it? Is it the, like just being part of a team? I think it's part of the team. Because um, endurance training can get lonely as so fuck. lonely. <laughs> Even when you're with people, like we've done some cycles together and some runs. Whenever I... Gets lonely. Whenever I ride with people, I always end up at the back on my own. Yeah. Because you can't really ride more than two abreast. And I no. always, people just push in front of me. And like, I don't like riding two abreast. I like, because I, yeah. I just don't like chatting while I'm cycling. Yeah. Like I'm fine with like chatting, chatting, especially if it's like a, you know, like a zone two, but I just always end up at the back. So I'm like, if I ride with my dad, I'm happy. But yeah, so it's, yeah, it is lonely. Um, yeah. So I think kind of like being part of the group. I think just like, obviously when I was in Dubai recently, I got, that energy from being in the group again. Yeah. Which I kind of like missed. It was around the boys. Bro, it was such a positive, like speaking about the opposite of toxic masculinity, like it was such a, po- like it was masculinity, but it was so positive, like the energy that was around it. So um, yeah, potentially getting back into 15s. Not sure. See how, what happens when it comes around. But yeah, so a bit of travel, um, playing a bit of footy, um, get back to feeling fit because I've been the last few weeks of, with injury and illness and jet lag and drinking too much. Hangovers. Yeah, bodies felt pretty average, so getting back to <coughs> feeling a little bit better. And, um, yeah, and those are my goals. Oh, and on top of that, let's make this podcast fucking huge. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, let's, you know, I want, I want to get some traction in the year. To the moon. Yeah, let's, you know, get some motherfuckers listening. I want, I want people to go, <gasps> yeah, the better blokes. Yeah. Like when we were at Ordinary Rig and we were on, on Clots 1 and we were like, oh, mate, you're bloody, bloody brilliant beers. Yeah, like that. Like that kind of energy. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would be cool. That's the plan. Yeah. What, about you, sweet. what about you, my man? Um, well, obviously, just to, to pick up on where you finished off, the plan for the year, the big thing I want to do is do, obviously, I say do more podcasting. We've been doing a fair bit of podcasting because we've been re- releasing one every week. We haven't missed a week. No, we haven't. I think, yeah, we started on a Friday and now they come out on a Monday, which is definitely much well, better. We started, it was like a short intro one on a Friday and we released the next one the next Monday. Yeah. So oh, missed, yeah. Yeah, we haven't missed a week. Yeah, oh, sweet. So, yeah, it's been, this is 18, did you say? Yeah, so it's been 18 weeks. So, we just keep up that consistently, keep recording and start getting people on to get it bigger. And we are going to be putting more effort into the social media side of things. <laughs> you said that very quickly, very quiet. Yeah. yeah well, because it's one thing to say, it's another yeah. thing to do it. It has been, like, in all honesty, in position that we are currently in it is a little bit harder to record like we're sitting there recording on our phones they're running out of battery running out of space they get hot it's then hard to transfer yeah the files we're also in a small little cupboard yeah. in the Wallara council library yeah but i mean it's a great facility to have and we've been it's allowed us to start a podcast and yeah now it's just on to bigger and better things keep going up mm. gonna get some cons on they chat shit yeah hopefully some amazing cons obviously last week we talked about who we'd like to get on our our hero and our patron saint, yeah. Ed Brockman. Um, Get a photo of him on the wall. Yeah, we'll put him up there. Well, I mean, maybe we might have some connections that we might be able to get in his ear, considering where our next studio might be. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then, yeah, some other people. We, we, yeah, with a few other 
whether people we know personally or sort of people we look up to that we might not know as much. Yeah. With some interesting topics. To yeah. Well, well, the nice thing about last year as well is like we managed to not manage to introduce ourselves, but like get into circles where like we have people that we look up to within our industry that we've spent more time with. Yeah. Like MP, Luke, Dave as well, like yeah, Dave being your coach. Like yeah. And then even like some of the boys like Blair, Gary, yeah. um, Chris Gary's Robertson, um, Bolt, Bolt, Toby and George. Yeah. <laughs> like th- there's a lot of people that we've connected with over the last year that like have their own specialities, have their own experiences, have their own way of doing things that might be different, have their own kind of thought process and, and thoughts on things. We're like, yeah, fuck, let's let's lean on that. Let's lean on the connections we've made and let's start having some guests on. Like we had MP on already. Which was fun. Which was fun. I think we also learned from that. We just chat shit on that one where it's like, all right, we'll have a bit, bit more of a plan going in. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so that, that that's one goal for both of us over the year, over the next year is to really um, put the foot down the putty. And uh, become some sponsors. Yeah, and become better. This episode brought to you by Better Beer. Fuck. It'd be a good one. Better Beer, Better Blokes. Yeah. Get onto the inspired. There's also a bloke in a bar, but they, <coughs> I don't think they do. Uh, non alcoholic. No. Anyway. Um, and then personal goals for myself. Obviously, main training goal for the front half of the year is the half Ironman. Mm. So, to break that down into a smaller goal is realistically just get back on the horse of training out of poor December because we had the 60k and I unfortunately got injured at that and by the time this comes out hopefully I'm feeling better (laughs) Um, still having a little bit of issues at the knee but running is feeling better and it's just a matter of building myself back up and one thing that kind of like I was feeling really shit about how my training was going I I did an upper body session there a few days ago and I felt weak as piss Mm. because I hadn't been lifting because I've been focused on the running and then I got injured and I was like, fuck, I can't really train. I can't do much. And I, like, I didn't feel like doing it. Mm. Now that the, not to go back to AFL, but seeing all the like posts from all the different AFL teams and like preseason. Yeah. All the preseason, all the boys getting back into it. That's fucking fired me up to yeah. like really get into training this, that's good. this January, but like get into my training, yeah. not going, yeah. just do whatever. I mean, also on top of that, like your nervous system is still pr- probably pretty scat from probably yeah it's so probably still feeling it a bit it is really easy to be like oh i'm not exactly where i was like before it but yeah. it's like no actually i'm some fucking recovering yeah i shouldn't be exactly where i was if i was then it i haven't pushed hard enough exactly but yeah there was a photo um was it fucking took miller from the gold coast suns released he's looking fucking massive and shredded <clears throat> well that's the thing about those preseason as well you see them like out in the sun they got this sweating sunscreen on so they're kind of like oiled up yeah looking jacked looking super fit you don't see what happens behind closed doors which is just disgusting conditioning oh like it's horrible yeah what those boys go through we're talking like hours on an on a watt bike just fucking as hard as you can just pumping it like it's a ridiculous oh, you, sp- you just keep fucking going we're like all of like rugby league rugby yeah. union as well like it is ridiculously hard conditioning they go through yeah one of the good thing, one of the good things about social media is it does give you a little bit more of an insight, and not the like clean, crisp social media that the clubs and the leagues produce, which is everyone smiling and having fun and tossing the ball, or maybe being. But like, even now, I think clubs are going more towards yeah. the kind of raw and real yeah. kind of sharing on social media. That's a, what people love. There was a great. Um, it was an Instagram story from one of the Brisbane Broncos boys, and it was videoing Ezra Mann, who's the Brisbane Broncos five eight. Um, lying on the ground in the showers just head noise city just like struggling and he's just they just he just looked up was like uh. there was actually um 
South Sydney. I, I I don't think South Sydney started it, but I saw them post it, and it was a. Uh, they went up to a bunch of guys um, and said, because there's this test that rugby teams do called a Bronco. You ever yeah, heard of that? No. So it's 1.2 Ks, but it's done as a shuttle where you run 20 metres back. So Sorry, you run 60 metres up, up and back, 40 metres up and back, 20 metres up and back five times. Oof. And that's 1.2 K. But it's, so it's like, and you full send yeah. as hard as you can. Um, and it's kind of like a basic fitness test, but it's good for a sport like rugby because it, it involves so many short sprints. And a lot of change of direction. A lot of change of direction, um, that kind of stuff. And so... It's like full send. I think the best score I've ever heard was Bowden Barrett, who did it in four minutes and 10 seconds. That's horrible. And that was off of, um, he just had a sabbatical post the last World Cup and then came back. He just signed with the Blues. So he was going into the Auckland Blues like training. Yeah. And they were all like mid-season. He'd had some time off and he just pumped that out. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, But South Sydney went up to a bunch of players and went, and they were like, hi, I'm, Robbie McDonald and this is me before the the Bronco and then they came up to them straight after they finished and they're all like <laughs> I'm Robbie and I just done a Bronco <laughs> Throbby McThrobble yeah. yeah so that's that's pretty cool anyway going back to your goal. Uh, yeah so obviously short term goal is to get back into training and just just get back in the horse and fucking put the work in um, what else another personal goal obviously it's not a goal that I've just come up with it's one that's been a few years. I get married at the end of the year. You're getting married? Yeah, you're coming. <laughs> you do have to book your own accommodation. Can I be the MC? No. Why we, not? Because we've paid a cunt to do that. You've paid someone? Yeah, uh, the celebrant does it. No, no, so this, I mean the MC at like the oh, like, like the reception. <clears throat> we hadn't considered that. Yeah. I, I'm actually thinking of getting myself ordained as a... Celebrate. Yeah, absolutely should. Just for bands. <laughs> You're not like, doing my wedding, but... Like. Both of my cousins that just that have been... Got recently engaged. Like, one of them got engaged, um, and he... So, like, he posted about it, and I was like, can I be your celebrant if I get... And he was like, yes. How much does it cost to get? I don't know. Not ordained, because it's, you know, a fucking priest. Yeah, and then the other one who's already been engaged, she was like, if you get if you get it, I'll you can be our celebrant too. So, I mean, it saves them money, because I'll do it for free. Yeah, but it will cost you money, because... Absolutely cost money to become business expense. True. <laughs> and also become uh, a celebrant. I'd be like, do you want the funny version? <laughs> do you want the normal version? Or do you want the like romance version? <laughs> it, it's such a weird thing to go through finding celebrants and booking wedding venues and stuff. Yeah. But uh well, especially like getting someone who you've never met before, like knows nothing about you. Yeah. And getting them to And like over a coffee he's trying to like gauge or see like yeah. what your personality is like, what's your what your sense of humor is like so he can your wedding or option two is you get someone like me to just get up, get up there do a tight five of stand-up <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> like i'm hosting a comedy show <laughs> a few jokes and then oh and also we've got a wedding i do have a job here what's the job so you know the way there's no only flower girls <gasps> i love the idea of one of the boys walking out with a basket full of beers oh beers <laughs> yeah no <laughs> not actual people in the crowd <laughs> yeah just handing out beers i like the idea of that we'll we'll see I'll have like a like a. a I'm not going to tell Kira. We talked about this in the podcast. Belt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tool belt, but it's yeah. just it's just long necks. <laughs> <laughs> fucking VB long neck. Twenty eight in the fucking morning. Cool. What a what cool, a cool, cool. But also, I'll be the MC at the reception. I'll just get up. Hey guys, you might remember me from such podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on, Kira, like. Got the photos and I was like, oh, you come to the reception? He's like, nah, me and Robbie are going to record a potty first. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Imagine. 
We could do a live show at the wedding. <laughs> live Q&A. Live Q&A. Here comes Granny. You can ask us some questions. No, 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 no. Like you, can someone ask us a question? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's obviously a, a big thing to tick off is, is marrying Kira. That'll be, that'll be fun. Um, what are other goals? Um, yeah, I think similar to yourself in terms of business-wise, um, I'm not going to host a 5K, but one thing I want to do more with my coaching, one thing I started doing more at the back end of last year is making it more of a community thing. Yeah. So like so far in the past, it's been, and obviously that's what you're going to do with having a 5K and doing events like that and having a run club, which is pretty cool. So I can be part of it. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so like I want to make my coaching a lot more community based because I think that's where there's like there's real value there, and it's like it's one thing we've noticed through being being part of the community that is the OC is um is the kind of value that that is in the community like because people come with their own experiences they all have their own their own ways of doing things people run into their own challenges and being able to share that and see that okay well I'm not the only person like going through this. There's definitely value in that as well. And like what I did at the end of last year was I got all my guys on a call. Not not all of them joined. Um, cause some people are traveling over Christmas. But yeah, so between Christmas and New Year, we all jumped on a call. I, I shut up with a beer. Like um, we, we had a chat, had a shit talk. A few people kind of who were still, because I took two weeks off over Christmas. But a few people, like people obviously still trained over Christmas. That's kind of where I want to get my guys, that where it's just part of their lifestyles, who they are. They just train. So I got them, like, a few people ran into issues, like, oh, what do you think of this? Like, brought some kind of queries to the group um, or, or some questions. Answered them. I had a little kind of prezzo. Like, it was a really short one, like kind of seven or eight slides. We just kind of went through some things. And then we did some goal setting for the new year. Cool. Which was really, really cool. It's the first time I've ever done something like that. Because in the past, my coaching has been like, all right, well, I trained this person and I trained this person. These two people have never met. They don't know who they are. They just just the guy before me or the guy after me. Exactly, yeah. Whereas now it's starting to become more of like, all right, well, here's a here's a group, here's a team, here's a. I like I like the use of the word tribe. Yeah. As MP cool. uses a lot when he refers to the OC, like because it is a group of people all moving in the same direction. Yeah. We might not want the exact same things, but we're all doing similar, similar things. Yeah. We all want to improve. We all want to be better. Yeah. So that's that's a big goal that I have for my for my coaching, and I want to do that with my guys. Face to face, most of my business being face to face, but I also want to start to, like you said, have more of a presence online and and go that way. I was very inconsistent with my with actually using Instagram and, and content at the back end of the year, so making sure I don't drop the consistency there. I think I just hit one hundred and seven. Well, as of recording, just hit one hundred and seventy days straight of, of posting. Yeah, see, I haven't done that, <clears throat> but it's but taken a lot out of me. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. If you can see my post now, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are not as as tight as they were, but. You got it's like that's something you can take into like any aspect of life, whether it's training, whether it's posting on social media, whether it's just connecting with people. Like the more consistently, the more consistently you do it, the better you'll get it. Yeah, and it's like, and you will go through. Like, I mean, we've spoken about this before. How training isn't linear; it goes up and down, and it's yeah. the same with anything in life. It's never going to be a consistent upward like trend. No, um. I've had some real good, I've had some like flow states with my posting and I've had some not as good states with my yeah. posting. And at the moment it's not as good, but that's all right because I know that I'm building to something and I'm allowing myself to have this drawback time so that I can do something a bit bigger soon. Yeah. Well, one thing I found taking time <laughs> off posting on social media is I get less ideas for it. Mm. 
And I, the more you do it, the more ideas you get. Yeah. But by taking that time off, when I do get an idea, I write it down. It goes in like, all right, it goes in a to-do list. And at the moment, it hasn't been getting done. But here's a list of things that I can talk about. Like, And it's issues that clients run into. It's like, all right, well, if you're running into this, other people are running into it. Let's, let's make a post about it. And just kind of delivering value and not posting for the sake of posting, not spending too much time scrolling Instagram. Because mm. towards the back end of... Oh, excuse me, I had to burp. Um, towards the back end of the year, I definitely spent a lot more time on my phone than I had been earlier on the year, and I want to nip that in the bud and get better with my uh, with my screen time, my, my social media usage. Nice. Good. Yes, yeah, so there's some goals for myself. Lovely. I don't know what I'm going to do training-wise after the Ironman. Half Ironman. Don't need to. But yeah, I don't. I can figure that out down the line. I, kind of, I don't really have like a goal, but I kind of have an idea of how I want to structure it. Yeah. Which will be more around having a bit of fun yeah like doing it for the fun of it lifting yeah. heavy doing some conditioning sessions a long run yeah i definitely being so focused on a goal is fantastic and i'm really enjoying it because it's made me a better person it's made me it's maybe a better coach as well because i've had to go and be a beginner and see it from through a different lens and learn stuff that i didn't know a huge amount before but i do miss being able to I want to go and just fucking train arms today. Yeah, I just want to get a pump on. Yeah, or there was a, like, before, just before I started training for the, like, yeah, before I started training for the, for the triathlon, I did a conditioning session with Mel, just off the cuff. Yeah. Mel was in a conditioning session, I went to train, couldn't be fucked in that now, so I was like, fuck, I'll do conditioning. Yeah. Like, I like just having fun with training. Yeah. And while the goal is fantastic, and I do really enjoy the triathlon training, there is certain times where I'd like to fuck around. Yeah, yeah, and like, um, there was in that period between obviously doing the Ironman half in June and then starting training for the next one in September um, where it was like Matt Walsh and I would just go on a Wednesday and we just jump on the air bike, do a little warm up and then just do two 10 minute all out efforts and just like send ourselves scientifically. It doesn't really do a whole lot, but we ended up, I think the first time that we did it, I got like one forty three or something and this was in the lead up to do it for like one of the interclub challenges. So when I did on the interclub challenge, I got like 168. Yeah. So it was like cows wise. So that's a, a fairly big improvement. That's more than two and a half cows. And it's two and a half cows a minute. Yeah. But you're more like you're more used to it. You've put yourself yeah. in that hurt locker and that pain. But it was fun. For, like, yeah. But uh, I can't. Yeah, but you I find I weird shit fun. I do. But I don't really have the energy to do that now, let alone the time. Yeah. Outside of all the other training you're doing. Yeah, exactly. You'd, you'd sacrifice your training to do that. Exactly. And yeah. there's a time where that's okay and that's fine, but there's also a time where like you shouldn't do that. Yeah, which is right now. Which is right now, yeah. 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 To lead up to a full Ironman. Mm. I guess that kind of leads us into a bit of what you said you did with your clients recently, which is a bit of like how to set goals. Yeah. <clears throat> because in the past, um, and I know this is something that I was taught at uni, um, everyone talks about these like smart goals, which is like specific, measurable Attainable. attainable, relatable, and time-based. Yeah. And they're a little bit wishy-washy, yeah. I think. It also doesn't go much into, like, a plan of how no. to actually do it. Um, and it's a bit almost, like, restrictive. Also, I also feel like a good goal should not necessarily be attainable. Like, you shouldn't feel like it's easy to achieve. No. You should feel like it's a stretch. There's definitely value and something to be said for setting goals that scare the fucking yeah. shit out of you. And like sometimes you might need a couple of easy ones to get the momentum going, but I think in the long run, having one that you think that might not actually, I might not actually be able to do that is good. Yeah. Well, that's where I was when I sat down and 
booked myself in and paid for my ticket to do the half Ironman. I was like, this absolutely terrifies me. I don't know how I'm going to get there. But I set a goal. I gave myself a realistic time frame, but gave myself enough time. Yeah. And I was like, right, well, this isn't going to be, it's going to snap my fingers and I'm ready to do it. It's going to be a process. Mm. There's going to be bumps and hiccups along the way. There's going to be us deciding to fuck around doing a 60K in the middle of it, which is an ideal preparation, but... Well, we found out. Yeah, we, we fucked around and we found out. And mentally, it definitely prepared me more. Like, yes, it set me back physically, but it prepared me mentally. So yeah. it's also not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And I was far enough away to still do it. Like, it, setting big, scary goals is a good thing, but you... And it's definitely the way to go, in my opinion. But you can then just break it down. Yeah. And there's your attainable goals. There's your yeah. smart goals. And also, having some people to help you along the way, i.e. a coach. Yeah. Usually beneficial. Well, it definitely helps. Like, So what I did with my guys was, yes, obviously we sat down and did goal setting with uh, for their physical, like their training and, and their body composition goals and their performance goals. But outside that, I was also like, right, well, what I want to do is, why, why don't we like look at goals elsewhere as well like mm-hmm. wh- what do you want to do in life like who this time next year who do you want to be yeah or in five years time who do you want to be and how does that person act like it's something that mp did with us when mm-hmm. he was over here in, in australia for his for the get shit done day which is pretty sweet and it definitely made me look at goal setting a lot different yeah and it's been huge like who do you want to be and how does that person act when you start thinking about your goals like that changes your actions a lot more than just oh i'm working towards this because of this reason yeah like if i go to do something say all right well is this task or is this whatever is it is this like plan is this conducive to who i want to be yeah the person i want to be in five years exactly um yes then then i'm going to do this no then it's probably not in my best interest probably something you can just let go through to the keeper exactly yeah talking about cricket before um well it's yeah it's that james clear um Model of behavior change, I think he calls it. Yes. So this, the three circles, so a big circle with a slightly smaller circle and a slightly smaller one. And you've got, there's like habits, actions, identity. Is it like that? Yes, that's it. Yeah. So a lot of people think that by changing your habits, you'll change your actions and that will change your identity. But realistically, if you're behaving against your identity, you will always struggle because your identity will always bring you back to it yeah so you've got to go the other way you've got to change your identity even if you have to fucking fake it for a hot minute yeah like you know you want to do achieve a ridiculous athletic goal let's say a fucking iron man and you're not an athletic person if you behave like an athlete you go to sleep on time you eat really well you take your supplements you train regularly you don't drink too often like and you, you start thinking i'm going to behave like an athlete that's all going to come very easy yeah. but if you start to go if you go, oh, I'll just I'll start training more, but you don't think yeah like an athlete yet. But then behaviors are going to come from how you identify. Yeah, exactly. You need to identify as like as someone who is an athlete. Yeah, like and if that's you, how you have to see yourself. If you yeah. see yourself as someone who's like, oh, I don't know if I could do this. Like maybe I could. Oh, I don't know. Like if that if is that's this who your, I am. Like yeah, is this the thing for me? It's going to be very hard to make them behavior changes that yeah. will inevitably change your identity. Yeah, you kind of you got to flip it on its head. And, you know, a great, like, in-the-moment thing is a classic David Goggins, which is, like, ask yourself why. And if you, as long as you can answer the question of why, you'll be fine. Yeah. It's when you stop finding yourself struggling to... To answer why. Answer why. So yeah. just be able to f- answer the question why. Yeah, your identity is always going to drive your actions. Um, if you identify as someone who's shit with money, 
guess what? You're going to be shit, shit with, with money. money. Yeah. Safe to say. Um, one of the things that we've looked at recently in um, with sort of like the mentoring that goes on at Fitness Playground is the grow model of um, goal setting. Yeah. Which strays away from that smart goal. Yeah, one. it's very different. So I wouldn't say it goes against it, but it goes it's in a different, very different direction. Different path, yeah. So the goal, the grow model is you look at your, it's like goal. So it's yeah. like where you want to be. No restrictions. You just think about where like you want to be. Pure positivity. Yeah. Pure or positive, no negative. So let's go in like a year, two, three. Five years is a bit of a stretch, but like a year, maybe even six months is a good one. Yeah. Where do you want to be in six months? All right, write it down. Sweet. Where are you now? So R is reality. So it's like, where are you right now? What is your current situation? Are you, what behaviors are you doing right now? Like, are they going to, are they helping you? Are they hindering you? That kind of stuff. Then once you've done that, you move on to opportunities. And this is where that pure positivity comes in again. What are any ways you can get from where you are now to where you want to be? And this is no, like, don't think about whether or not it's a viable option. You just think about whether or not it is an option. Yeah, like it's it's unrestricted. Yeah, like just what opportunities do you have that can improve you? Doesn't matter if they're available now, or they're going to be available in a few months' time. What opportunities can you see coming up that's going to move you towards that goal? Or even not even what you can see, just like what could be an opportunity yeah, if it true. did arise. Like because another thing that um sort of MD uh, has said to us is that oftentimes we'll say that like we didn't take the like we like oh I was just waiting for an opportunity. But the opportunity comes, but because we don't recognize it as an opportunity, we don't take it. Yeah. And it's like, rather than you waiting. And then it's passed you by. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm waiting for an opportunity. It's like the opportunities will be there. But if you've kind of thought of them beforehand, you'll start to see them a bit better when they pop up. Yeah. So then obviously you do your opportunities. What are the potential options? Yeah. And then you go into will, which is the W, which is the joke is that like they just made it to fit into grow. It's yeah. Will's probably not the best. Because it's what will you do. Yeah, it's it? what will you do. But yeah, it's, so like it's a plan. plan is probably a better one, but grop yep. is a bit too close to grope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the so grope grow. model. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, w- it wouldn't have stuck as well. Yeah. Well, uh, in some ways it would have stuck. <laughs> um, so yeah, you go into the, 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 what will you do? So the plan. So you take your opportunities. What Then that's, that's when you start to move into what is viable right now. What may be viable at this time. How, like what op- like what opportunities can I turn into actions? Doing it that way, I find that rather than just with the smart goal, you kind of have an idea of what you want to do, but you don't. You have really, no actionable plan. Yeah, you're not going into what's next, what's going to happen afterwards. And I think with the grow model, it puts you more into move. Like it definitely gets you more ready to make a step and take yeah. action and get some momentum up as well. Yeah, and you actually know what steps you're going to take rather than. Oh, I have this goal. What am I going to do now? Mm. Which is, I mean, smart goals are better than nothing. Yeah. But definitely going through the grow model and then going through the uh, the identity-based behavior change, yeah. um, James Clear stuff with MP. That way of thinking definitely resonates with me more mm. as someone who's more of a kind of like, I'm an action-based person anyway. Like I've learned from doing like, I'm, mm. so kind of it makes more sense in my head to be like, okay, well, yes, I have goals and, opportunities and all that right, what's the plan like, yeah. w- just tell me what i need to do it's a way of me telling myself what i need to do yeah exactly so if you're out there being like i want to set some goals for 2023 i can hit that grow model yeah. you know, identity-based behavior change yeah i think as well is i mean january people make new year's resolutions you get a lot of new year new me yeah people 
in anything. Yeah. Any sort of positive change. Look, at the end of it, like, people bash on people who fucking join the gym in January. Fuck off. Yeah, like, leave them alone. They're having yeah. a fucking crack. Like, it's better, like, if that's what gets you started, fucking crack yeah. on. And if you need to wait for the number to change at the end of the year. But it's better can, not change at all. Yeah, it's better not changing at all. It's just whatever momentum you take from month one, take it into month two, month three, month four. But if you can get to March and you still got that momentum, it's going to be really easy to keep it all the way to the end of the year. Whereas if you get to Feb and you're already starting to shake a little bit, that's when it's going to be harder. So yeah. if you can just, if you go, I'm just going to get to March, just get to March, get that going. Once you get to then, it's going to be so much easier to maintain. Well, it'd be harder to stop. Yeah. Because you've, bu- like you've built momentum and it just becomes part of your lifestyle. Yeah. But in order to do that, you've like... You've made it part of who you are, your identity. Exactly. And the way to do that and the way to get there is... Sorry, I'm just watching Robbie find out which kind of beer is his. Because some of them are empty. There's only one there, Andy, because... <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, like the, the way to do that and the way to change your identity is to go through something like the Grow Model. Like find out what you really want. Mm. Not what you think you should want. Yeah. Because like... Especially within the within the echo chamber of fitness, everyone should want to lose weight. Yeah, just because that's what the industry yeah, tells you. There's want. a lot of people that come in saying, "I want to lose weight," and it's like, but that's, that's not what you want. And it's it's also not what they need. And when you actually boil it down, they actually more just want to kind of like feel a bit better. Yeah, and then potentially looking better will happen as a as nice a side as a very nice side effect. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. That's what we both do as coaches. Yeah. Like we're definitely both more performance focused. Mm. And like I've, I have a client like. Roy at the moment, weight hasn't changed. Like, wants to lose weight, weight hasn't changed. You know what is better? His deadlift's gone from 60 kilos to 135 kilos in about four months. Fucking hell. And he has significantly dropped the body fat. That's Scottish Roy? Yeah. Scottish hey, he's, Roy. And he's building an engine as well. Yeah. He's been doing his conditioning sessions. Yeah. Rocks up on time. Still fucking complaints. Yeah, oh, I mean. God. <laughs> like, fine. was because he's, like, is that, he hits so many Scottish stereotypes <laughs> in terms of how much he fucking complains. But, yeah, he's built an engine, he's, Becoming a fucking unit because he's gone six foot two. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, but uh, just from working hard. Yeah, yeah. But, that, but that's it. Like it's it literally in the last because I've trained with him for two years and he we'd go through periods of like he's kind of consistent. That he's not really kind of consistent. Not really make all this progress. And then we'd lose it all. Like, pretty much lose it all again. Well, he's had a bit of a change in the last four or five months. Yeah, basically since I've started doing things better. It's funny. <laughs> um, but since I've started doing stuff like this with clients a lot more. He consistently trains with me three days a week yeah. and then once by himself. Nice. And he's actually gotten results, like he's gotten much better results that are going to hang around for longer because it's now more who he doesn't really drink that much anymore. Yeah, nice. Which is hard to get a Scotchman to do. <laughs> um, doesn't like not massive on takeaways anymore. Like just has really changed because he stopped identifying as a fat cunt. <coughs> no, but like there is <laughs> yeah, own yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like, I don't want to be a fat cunt. I want to be a fit cunt. I was like, yeah. well, start telling yourself you're a fit cunt. Yeah. And you'll get work. there. Yeah, I mean, kind of like a similar kind of um, thing, idea is, so one of my clients, um, Isaac, who you referred to as the young fellow with the mullet the other day. <laughs> because he's a young fellow with a mullet. He's a young fellow with a mullet. Um, he, at time of recording, today re- is releasing his- He's a musician, isn't he? Yeah, he's a he's a um, solo artist releasing his first EP. Um, Class. Yeah, so, and he's been, you know, he- you know, takes himself around Sydney for gigs, doing bet- anywhere between five and eight gigs a weekend. Fuck. Like, you're talking two, eight, like, each night from Thursday through to Sunday, which is ridiculous numbers. That's hectic. Still training, like, three or four times a week. 
we haven't really tucked into like his nutrition or his sleep that much because as a as a like as a musician like you're not getting to sleep. <laughs> he's not getting to sleep on from Thursday to Sunday. Like he's getting home at like two a.m. Yeah, and his food's gonna be all over the place. But like he said, just like the way that he feels now from training. We've been together like just over a year now. Um, the way that he feels from his training and training regularly, and like he's like he's gone from not being able to do chin up to pumping out like twelve at a time. His deadlifts like improved drastically. Squats improved drastically. His bench is going up as well. So like all his like big lifts are going up, just from like consistently showing up. But he just says like it's for him. It's just how he feels. Like he yeah. just feels so much better. And at the end of the day, that's what we all want. Like yeah. yes, like we want to most most of us aren't driven by these big fucking massive goals. Like. Uh, like fucking Ned running across the country or Timmy running around the world or fucking people doing magic. Shana running from North Queensland to Melbourne. Yeah. Is Cape York not in? No, no, it's Northern Territory in the middle, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't have a cape. It's a golf or a bite. Ah, right. I, I don't know my Australian geography too well. I should brush up on it. Yeah. Citizenship test. Yeah, I should. Citizenship. Uh, uh, hopefully I'll be doing that within the next two years. Woo! Um, Before the Gold Coast. Hopefully, I don't know. But anyway, where was what was I gonna say? Yeah, yeah. Most people aren't motivated by like the vast majority of people won't have them kind of massive, massive goals. You don't have to. At the end of the day, like if you kind of put in a little bit of work, feel a little bit better, well, that's a plus. Yeah. And then if you can lose some weight and improve your body composition along the way, that's another plus. Yeah. If you get better at sex in the meantime as well, that's another plus. Do more endurance training. And then just find someone help, someone to have sex with and it'll be sweet. That <laughs> <laughs> tends to help. <laughs> For those of you not watching the video that hasn't that doesn't exist, uh, Robbie looked at his hand. Poor Robbie. My right hand. Um, but yeah, like just setting a few goals now as well. Especially like... I know for a lot of people, they don't give a fuck about their deadlift or they don't give a fuck about their, you know, max 2K row. And that's fine. You don't have to. But Can I just interrupt for a sec? Yeah. I love how I was saying, like, oh, you should set big scary goals. Like, oh, but not everyone wants to do it. No, here's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah, all right, I'm, all right, I'm yeah. going somewhere with this. I'm saying finding something that you get, you that you that care about. Like, you, there'll be something. You'll be able to find something. Have a look for it. Start to think about it. Write it down. What do you want to do? Not what do you think you people want you. What do you want to do? You will find something that is somewhat performance-based that you can start working towards. And no, it might not be your deadlift. We probably still train your deadlift because it's good to train deadlifts. It's good for you. But there's probably some, there is something out there that you would want to do. I'm going to make Dave, the bicep curl specialist, listen to this. <laughs> train your deadlift, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> In fairness, he does it's do it. He'll just complain about it. Mm. And he, <laughs> I give him shit for it all the time, but he knows. Yeah. Hey, he's a bicep specialist, as he said. <laughs> he is. Old cannonball. Uh, um, before we finish up here, Robbie, do you know who I saw on Bondi Junction today? Ned Brockman? No, Sean McEnroy. Oh, really? Big fucking boy. Big boy. Fantastic moustache. I bumped into him on the way to the Coogee Pav a month and a bit ago. He was training in his, like... Garage. garage, which is actually on the street. Yeah. Like it opens onto the street. And I just saw him in there and I was like, oh, hey, I was like half cut. And I was like, hey, um, pleasure to meet you. Like, a bit of a fan. Um, or actually, I'm Matt Peacock is my mentor. And he was like, oh, you know, we chatted about that. 
about four hours later in Gucci Pav, <laughs> he rocks up. And I'm like, oh, we just met. <laughs> and we had a nice little chat there. And we were talking about moustaches and mullets. He's a fantastic moustache. He does. Shit mullet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, Andy, but that's because he doesn't have any hair. Yeah. yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, he shaves his head. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, uh, I think we'll leave episode one for the year there. Yeah. Episode one of 2023. Episode yeah. 18 overall. Yeah. I could actually make this a new season, but I like the idea of it just counting up one episode yeah. at a time. See, I like the idea of doing seasons because then we could take breaks, but then I was like, fuck breaks. That's yeah. Also, I think it's about one, one a week, it'd every be, week. Yeah, it'd be cool when you see that number start to hit like 500. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you. We'll get there, Chris Willis. I mean, that's what... Oh, no, because one a week. One a week, 52 <laughs> weeks in a year, 10 years. No, yeah. Fuck. Fuck. So if, when we you think about do, if we do one a week. Yeah, well, so when you think about that well, shit, he's been, he's been doing it a long time. He's been doing Chris... Well, he brings out a few a week. He's been doing three a week. Yeah. Which should be like 150 years. That's like... But still, he's been doing it for like five years. Yeah. That's what it's... Because in my head, I'm like, oh, fuck, we'll hit that within a year. <laughs> I was thinking one a day. Yeah, if we do one a day. Fucking podcast a day. Yeah, we'll do it in a year. But at this rate, we'll be on... We'd be, we'd be... 17 plus 52. Our last episode of 2023, at the current rate we're doing it, will be 69. Excellent. <laughs> Let's not speed up. <laughs> Let's not slow down. No. <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> that will be perfect. In 2023, we can start doing more than one a week. Or in 2024. Yeah. But for 2023, we'll stick with one a week, so we hit 69. That would be... For the last one of the year. Funny. I'll have to do something funny for that. Yeah. We'll do... Oh, we could do a live one. We could. Get an audience. All four people. Hopefully it's more than that <laughs> by then. They'll also all be the guests. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it won't really be live. Anyway, yeah. guys. Like, share. Sh- to sum up. Tell your mates. Use the grow model. Identity-based behavior change. Sorry, S- I jumped the gun there. Smart goals aren't that good. They're good. They're a good starting point, but you go can, beyond that. You can do better. There's levels to this shit. Do better, better blokes. Do better. And blokeettes. And blokeettes. Because we are inclusive of all people. Yeah. And also... Like tease? What? Don't worry. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> yeah, definitely cut that out. Um, so thank you everyone for listening. Um, like, follow, subscribe, share, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, all the things. Instagram, oh. better bloke at better blokes podcast. Yeah, tell your mum. Better blokes podcast. At tell your Come. Tell your dog. Tell your granny. Just tell, tell your granddad as well. Tell everyone. Yeah. Tell everyone. Tell your aunt's husband. (laughs) That still confused me. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Um, Share this on your story and tag 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 Ned Brockman so we can get him on at some point in 2023. We could just reach out to him ourselves. Imagine if Ned was the 69th episode. I'd like to do it before then. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Have a good one, guys. See ya.